0: I thought you, awake and I thought you were going to talk, and then he looked at me. I was going to talk.
1: I was just trying to figure out exactly how I would, I how and what I wanted to say. I guess. Kind of almost pulled an Alec Baldwin right there, if you know that reference. Alec Baldwin years and years ago tried to get into radio. He did. Never heard that? No, is that he's I, he's he's kind of like it, what, it. This thing is it on? Are we are we on? <laughs> or are we live? And he just he boy, I guess he doesn't believe his producer or whatever, and he just for probably three minutes. You, you sure we're we're on right now? You know, we're, we're recording it.
2: Was he trying to, I wonder if he was trying to find his thought or he, no, he did, just didn't. I, mean, I know he killed that lady. Does he have one of those blooper reels where he's screaming at everyone? Or is that somebody else? Bill O'Reilly, Mel Bill
0: Gibson O'Reilly has did, the one. Bill, Bill O'Reilly is fine. We'll do it live.
1: Yep. Uh, Christian Bale. <laughs> Alex was like, trebex was pretty good. Christian Bale has yeah. a great one when he's on set about the the, little, the lighting guy or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, right? walking through is yeah. Well, that one's hilarious. Alex trebex was pretty good. I don't I know see. if I've ever seen trebex it,
2: He it, it's more like a blooper reel than anything, but it's. Uh, Oh, I can't remember exactly what it is now, but it, he basically is trying to give like a phone number to like, kind of like a, you know, this back in the eighties, nineties, some kind of like phone in like jeopardy kind of deal. And he says 24 hour. And he goes, you dumb mother. <laughs> nobody, nobody here answering the phone 24 hours a day. <laughs> this is pretty funny. He's got a few of them actually, but uh, it's funny to hear a smart guy like that. cuss You think he was smarter? He just acted that way. He's pretty, uh, had to been pretty
1: he smart, had been, uh, yeah I mean, I don't. That show was pretty. I mean, it was taped, but it wasn't like there was a bunch of cutaways and all that. I mean, he, yeah, he did, he definitely he well spoken. Right I mean, enough to be well spoken, and the words know, read those some questions of the words he and, had to pronounce. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, in my uh, in my footnotes here, I wrote that we're going to talk about our phenomenal duck hunt that we went on this weekend, which it really was. I love it. Very fun. Like I enjoyed it. We're not going to tell you guys where we went, but we did go on the Truckee River, which is close to our house. And I think we kind of alluded to last time uh, we had an old spot that was private property and hunted it for like 10 years. And I mean, what do we talk about? Chance killed his first duck there. Goose. Goose.
1: And duck. Well, I guess both ways. And but then, one, of, one of them was banded. I think the goose was banded. One of them was banded.
0: And then Ashley or Emma killed that banded duck there right maybe i'm thinking of that yeah i that, actually got a banded gadwall there Chan yep. shot his first duck and goose there when he was like 10 or 12 right
2: my brother's kid shot his first duck there uh i mean we just had we didn't we never wore the spot out but it just was a just a great producing spot for like what 10 years you think we hunted that thing maybe
0: maybe like not at, that long eight, eight years, years seven eight years eight year
2: something anyway and then the Sadly, you know the the owner. Uh, one of the owners passed away, and we st- you know we stayed in contact with the wife, and still hunted out there. And and then uh, as as life happens, you know she met, fell and broke her arm, fell
0: and broke her hip. Yeah, just she got, wanted to be, move closer to her daughter yeah. to help take care of her. It's not
2: easy. I mean, you think about you know country. You know, I would call it. It's not like you're out in the middle of nowhere country living, but country living in the sense that dirt road you know there's no there's no plow truck coming for you the garbage got to be taken you know a half a mile down a dirt road so when you get older to live out there's hard winters hard, oh, you're dude, on cold, the river hard yeah. and cold winter yeah it's just everything and so you can't blame her for eventually saying you know she she wants to get out of the where she lived and but you know at that time maybe even still today we the three of us couldn't afford to buy the place uh Although we all wish we would have probably been able to. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they sold it, and uh, it was gone for five years or so, maybe three, four years, five years.
1: Just, since
0: since we've hunted that?
1: Yeah. Longer? Yeah. Way longer, and I was thinking it really <laughs> kind of coincides it It's with... been
0: three years since COVID, but Yeah. It...
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it coincides with— where... COVID <laughs> washed my brain for— yeah. You, At got, least. you got that long covid
0: yeah. but those three years just kind of coincides to me anymore. with
1: dead dog walking ramping up really in a lot of ways if you think about it that's as far as spending a lot of time a lot of our time out in the in the wilderness was building up dead dog walking so as a result of the river drying up as far as access i think those kind of those that timeline in my mind is about right
0: yeah i mean i would have to go back in pictures Chance is what cuz chance
1: chance for sure shot his first animal if it was a goose or a duck out there with that 410 which we grew up on it's a yeah. single sh- over under single shot 22 up top and a 410 on the bottom and he so just to give you an idea of what age he was he was 10 you know? i
0: think somewhere on there and he's 19 yep 19 he's or so 19
1: 90. and he was he was no more than 10
0: So we might have hunted. It's probably been seven, eight years since we've hunted it.
2: I'm scrolling through my photos because I'm going to find a a picture of us out there hunting at some point. (laughs)
0: Um, But since it dried up, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. We, on a warm weekend when nothing else was going on, we went out and tried to find some more access to the area of the river that we had access to, and we ended up finding access one property away to get to the river. And I don't know if it's like that in every state, but Nevada, if you have access to the river, as long as there's not um an ordinance in the county that it's congested, you can pretty much hunt anywhere on the river at high high water area and they can't tell you to get off. So if
2: basically no one owns the river. Yeah. Uh you can fish hunt hike whatever on the high water mark and you're not trespassing yes.
1: technically you could get in a boat float down forever yeah, for sure and set up your decoys and hunt <laughs> as long as it's not a congested area right? uh, which i've always idea. wondered about you and know
0: you're certain sorry to cut you off and X amount of feet with a shotgun, whatever it is, away from a yeah. The shooting living, laws all apply, living, yeah, sure. You got dwelling and all that. It
1: just when you do something like that, now you have to really have all your ducks in a row. So yeah. you know,
0: make sure you know what you're doing. No well, pun intended, but, or pun intended. <laughs> we got we got access, pretty much, basically to the same exact spot, one property away. Yep. So that was that was really cool. We went out and and it really wasn't a ton of work if you think about it. No, you know?
1: <laughs> it was two phone calls basically. morning Out there, a couple phone calls, sitting on the phone, talking to uh, what probably four properties down neighbor to where we ended up getting access and everything worked out pretty good
2: pays when you're easy on the eyes
1: <laughs> me you or Clint
2: <laughs> everyone oh uh i can't find a picture but a- um i've always wondered side note uh you know like you said you could float so one would it be would it be would it be feasible i don't even know about that uh, but you get down into like, I wonder if the Indian reservation is then a different set of laws where they own the whole sure. river. 100%. Okay,
1: so you better know that line. Well, it's kind of similar. Like we were talking, if you go up North of here, you're on a dirt road of a, a, a County road. And generally, I think the general public assumes that that road is the, is the line between our land and native land, and it's not. If you really look at a map, it's not that road. It generally skirts the area, but you better know for sure exactly where that line's at because it's not. there's no fence out there. It's not posted or anything like that, and the same would apply to that river. Wherever that imaginary line is, where their property line is, you just draw that straight across the river. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you're saying that
2: includes the water. There is no high water... You know, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't, wouldn't think so either no, think once so. you venture down
1: there I wouldn't know.
0: think so, and the only no thing i know i i'm pretty sure still that if you get a pyramid lake fishing license, I believe you're allowed to go up the river and fish oh really that part of the Truckee River. I wonder if it's any good you would
2: think so. it looks i mean that that property all where the yeah. mouth of the mm-hmm. you know where the Truckee River dumps into Pyramid Lake. When you follow that river back up and through what is that, Nixon? I mean, that river area looks awesome. It'd be it'd be cool to find out.
0: But enough about that. Uh so Chance so came home from school. Is yeah, so we, we
2: Chance gets his first duck out there years ago and then comes home from college, college grad, and uh gets to go back out duck hunting on the river. It's pretty cool. It was a long way around to me getting to, even though we didn't kill a ton of ducks, it
1: was fun to be back out on there, yeah. that little spot. And- which, which, a little side story for Chance was, you were sitting there, for me, it was I, that was the first time I've ever hunted ducks or geese with a 20-gauge, which was kind of cool. That was my first experience with that. He had a 20-gauge in his hand, and he was sitting there telling me in between flights of ducks, "Uh, I've never... Other, he didn't consider the four ten a shotgun, right? Which is kind of <laughs> you know pseudo that. He's like, I've never, I've never shot a twelve gauge before. Up until his turkey in eight this past April, so that was the first time he pulled a trigger with a twelve gauge shotgun in wow. his life. Hmm. All the all the rifle hunting and stuff he's done, big game hunting. So he shot his first. He had a twenty gauge too, so he shot his first duck with that twenty gauge. He shot that turkey with the twelve gauge, and he never, never shot a shotgun. And now this, he said this in. is a second duck that. hunt,
0: second or third duck. hunt. No, I
1: mean you think about it. Every year it's a, it's been either coyote, it's been a lot of coyote hunting with him and big game hunting. Yeah, but
2: also, so he's still never shot a twelve gauge at a duck. So he could go back to that hole and bring a twelve gauge, then he'll yeah. have his first duck with a four ten. I mean, you could get get real picky and make him do like a 28 or something. But, yeah, the normal gauges, you could go first one with a 410, second one with a 20, give him a 12 for his third.
1: (laughs) That'd be funny. It was funny. Shoot a duck and a goose, and yeah, he's got the. I thought
0: it was funny because Chase, on the other hand, he's been duck hunting a lot, and he's killed a lot of ducks for an 11-year-old. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. But Chance shot a duck the other day. And Chase had a couple options or chances to and he missed. <laughs> and he really missed the one he really he has never killed a greenhead yet, but pretty much every other duck. Uh so he shot first, missed, and then I shot and killed it. <laughs> uh not out from underneath him, but it was just getting out of there. Anyway. Um and he started giving chance crap. Like well, you, you only killed one duck. You know, I haven't killed one yet or whatever. And Chance is like, well, how many ducks have you killed? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you Chan, killed 40. Because Chan, Chance gave him crap like, well, I've killed one today. And he's like, well, yeah, not today, but I've killed a lot more ducks than you. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, this is my <laughs> second hunt ever.
2: It is pretty funny. <laughs> it is a, he learned a valuable lesson, right, man? You, He's hunting them out on the marsh and stuff where, you know, you get a little bit different opportunity at them when they're – the river shots are pretty much all left to right or right to left. Yep. And very seldomly will they come straight in, which is they're just harder shots, man. They're,
0: Especially how they how they were setting up the other day with the wind yeah. left to right, yeah. which is harder for a right hander. Yeah. Um
2: Yeah, it's a little bit different, uh different deal. But we had uh we've we've we, we gotta we we got to we got to change our strategy. Not strategy. We never got to scout. We scouted the one day, but it was mid afternoon and nothing was out we there. We were scouting
0: more r- river, property than, yeah, river birds. than birds.
2: And uh, when we got in the water at uh, oh dark thirty, we kicked out I don't know, probably 15, 20, uh geese. Yeah, you think thirty? Maybe. Yeah. I- it I sounded was, loud. It, I was walking it, it was down the river black, with
0: him. So. I was walking down the river with him between me and you, cause how we, you know, where I parked the truck and came yeah. into you.
1: Uh, there was a good amount of them. They were loud. Yeah. yeah. And
2: then we had several flights of Mallards and Gadwall, and they just went to a different spot, which probably is where the geese, exactly where they were before we disturbed them a little bit. So we know where to go next time. We got to hope for a little bit of uh Cold weather. weather now though we we got some weather is why we went and now it's supposed to be fifty five sixty everything is gonna f- thaw out and they're gonna have all their options back for where they were going. The only op- and what option. do you mean
1: by weather? Just as far as somebody who's you know, Co- we, waterfowl we some, hunter, but maybe we need not some a lot cold of river hunting. You know,
0: we need well most of our food in this area. It, we don't have a lot of agriculture, so there's not a lot of f- field feeding. For ducks, So where they get most of their food is shallow ponds that either has natural food or has been planted by the state with uh, grasses, sago grasses, some wheat, um, stuff like that. So that if ducks, if they have an open area to eat, they'll stay in an area as long as they have open water with either a big deep roost pond that never freezes or, you know, hunt thousands of birds stay there and swim and keep it open overnight so it doesn't freeze as long as they can get to a food source. As soon as that food and water they leave. We have a ton of uh, water on the river that stays open. So if those ponds freeze, they still have the ability to get on open water in the river before they leave. Um, And also apparently eat crawdads. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's funny when (laughs) when I didn't know they ate crawdads. I really didn't. I thought, but when I picked up when Waylon brought that greenhead back, I thought you know nine o'clock, eight thirty, it was coming in and washing down some corn, which we do have a little bit of corn around. Um, I thought it had corn all through its gullet and up, you know, that you could feel. And we cleaned it, and uh, the lady who gave us access um that was like one of her requests right like the ducks you kill i want a couple of them for christmas and to eat and we're like yeah no problem so we cleaned all the birds there and for and the screenhead ended up having crawdads a whole Not... bullet
1: full of little crawdads
0: <laughs> that's that's awesome you yeah, well, whole crawdad
1: what... too pinchers tail yeah, everything was in there i know? think
2: what's crazy is crawdads are a pretty hardy little you know organism so it's, it's gotta be swallowing them alive, right? It's not, it, there's no way a duck is going down there and picking
0: it up and crushing it and killing it. They don't I have that it kind gives of a... It a
1: little bit of a chomp, but yeah, no, enough to,
0: I want to know how it's amazing for, I mean, it's gotta be in shallow water because they're not diving ducks. No. So it's gotta be in, they're getting them right off the right, bank, right 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 of six inches, eight inches of water at the most where they're getting them. And uh, to be that quick, like uh, actually, crawdads are fast, swimming oh, yeah. backwards. Mm-hmm. And they're watching everything above them. Maybe. So I, mean, if, I don't know. Do you think there are those crawdads that might be a little, you know, at the very end and they're a little soft and stuff like that? They look little
2: and, and crunchy. How
1: about
0: or maybe that? they're
2: moving slow when it's cold. Maybe the maybe. water temperature being so low makes get, them move slow. I, I couldn't believe they have could catch have, them.
1: Have you ever thought of a mallard duck as a bird of a predator? You know, no. a bird of prey? No. <laughs> Never. are. I, it's crazy. I mean, They're crazy. Yeah. They're curious, And
2: and then, so I, I did a little bit of just basic research on it. Cause I'd never seen it either. And yeah. it did say that they would, if they had the opportunity, they'd eat a, a crawdad. And I was like, wow, that that's positive. Craw, it said like crawdads, snails and even small fish. If they, Happy if to they get can it. get them. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of
1: nuts. And it kind of makes sense. That's kind of going back to what you were telling about their habits and what they eat. And, um, so it was cold a week and a half before we went hunting, so we did was up some of the ponds. Yep. That nearby area, that agriculture, is not what it used to be, right? Generally speaking, I mean, there's some fields pretty close by that most of those geese and ducks would be using, yeah. and they're, for years now, they no haven't cultivated those very well at all, no. so they, they've they missed that. So here they are. I mean, they're, the river's not only a place to roost for them, but it's also a place to eat.
0: It's crazy. Yep. I've never known they ate crawdads.
1: I never knew that either.
0: But wait, I, uh, it was what were you gonna say?
2: I was just gonna say. I wonder if it, it. You hope it's not out of necessity, right? You know, you hope it's not like
0: it the, was healthy. The food, I mean,
2: right? But it, is the food so sparse now that that's what they? Because then I'm the next step is they just won't be there, right? I mean, like I'm if one, you boil down their basic, you know, life, yeah. they got like you said, they got to have an open roost pond, they got to have water,
0: and they got to have. Feed. I'm wondering if, like Clint just said, though, if for that little spot in between, they they probably know when weather's coming, when it's you know they're more adapt to that than most, and they know if it's going to be so bad they'll go south. Right, that's why they move south. But if like, did they know it's going to warm up here in five days and melt everything? So did there's no food in these fields? So they just hung out on the river system because everything's frozen. We'll get some food to hold us over. Right. And we know in 10 days, all this water where our normal food is, Sago and grasses that we normally eat, is going and to be open, open again. Yeah. So we can just hang out on the river and just, you know, hang out for 10 days. Are they that smart? I think it's
2: more or less that it was, it was definitely cold here, but it wasn't like bone chilling week after week cold yeah, it that would was... push them out. So they probably, like you said, they, they weather that little hang bit of for a little thing, bit.
1: knowing that yeah, it, it's going to open up in a few days. And I think there's that aspect of it. There's also just, I mean, that's, that's nutrient-rich food. That's protein. Or is it I mean, I, just an opportunity? They, it, they, they see are, them swimming it's around. Definitely and an bang. opportunistic thing, yeah. but it's definitely—I would say it's. I mean, I it's got to be part of their diet if they're going to be in this kind of an area in a high desert yeah, area. Yeah. There, that's their protein source right there. Because otherwise, where else are they going to get their protein from?
0: I, but how do they learn? We don't I mean, have peanuts
1: you, here, and that kind. You know what I mean? It's like we.
2: I did see a bunch of standing corn on the way peanuts. out here
1: in town, still, which is funny. But you're yeah. still, you're not getting protein from corn. So, I mean, that's their that's their protein source. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Crustaceans. And not st- fish. They're not diver ducks and no. stuff, but they're, you know, the crustaceans.
2: So I guess they, like you said, they're right up on the bank or where it's super shallow because all they do is tip over. Yeah. So they got to be in six, four to six inches of water, maybe eight at the deepest and plucking off those little crawdads. That's <laughs> awesome. It's pretty crazy. It'd yeah. be fun to see, see them going after them
0: i was i was um happy i whatever wayland you know he's never hunted a river before yeah he's only hunted ponds which the decoys usually in the pond really aren't moving you know but in the in the river they're always moving they're moving they're, they're swimming they're swimming so he it took a little bit for him when to he go. grabbed that one i kind of laughed
2: you know he, he full-on grabbed it and was yeah. swimming back with it, you know, and like, wait, leave that one. <laughs>
0: That's not a... He didn't realize that it was not a duck, but after he got, you know, and it's... The river's not deep and moving fast. I mean, it's, there's a big difference between this but it's little moving. river. It's moving, so
1: it's a bit different it, between... It's moving faster than it, whatever you guess it is. It's moving faster yeah, than yeah, it is, yeah. guaranteed. Well, so, when
2: you yeah. see a dog... I mean, he's obviously a, a stout, you mm-hmm. know, athletic dog. He it, it he's, he's humping to swim in that water you know what i mean it's uh i remember it was either drake or boozer we took out there when we shot all those geese and it was moving maybe the same speed but he had a big goose in his mouth so now you know they got a they got they got that in their mouth which i know they can breathe through their nose but then you got the river water coming over their nose and face and trying to swim back up river dude if you've got a hunting dog be careful when you go out to the river. It's a whole it's different totally ballgame. game. Yeah, you got to train going. them
0: on that for sure. And there's a not only how to swim in it and how to, um, you know, get to the birds and difference between decoys and a dead duck. When they mark it, if it's really fast, it's forty yards down river instantly. Yeah. And they're if it land, like I remember the one of them. I think it was the greenhead landed right by a decoy and he had the mark and when I sent him he went to that decoy and I had to you know hand, call him off, hand, and, call him to off and down river um, and he finally saw it thank god it wasn't like we're saying moving fast it, how sometimes that river is but uh it's a big learning curve for them to work down river when that when you hit or you need to send them pretty you know pretty quick yep. don't hold them there <clears throat> So I wonder, do they know, because I could picture like if a
2: dog was in the center of the river and pointing up river, they would just sit there and swim, right? I mean, they got to know to go one side or the other to get out of it. Or do you think they, they feel that the water's moving and then they know because it to get out of the river. Yeah. Like I would be worried about a dog just kind of perpetually swimming in the middle, like
0: basically trying to swim up river to get back to you yeah no, it's, a, it's a totally different you gotta like make them they, turn and get off of the 100 you call them off in the, and eventually they'll get tired enough and maybe and you'll start seeing them just moving backwards float down and it kind of brings them to the side as they swim but it's all learning yeah but um, it's definitely it's definitely a
2: different deal, deal for sure yeah and like, like when we killed all those geese was it Boozer or drake i think it was drake he had to get like six geese yeah and, and two true. of them were cripples that you know he's busting through the cattails to grab and then yeah. getting the ones out of the river freaking yeah th- it, that's hard work you know to
1: it ain't just like a pond retrieving those things well, that's a good spot too because about at least a third of that river if in certain spots maybe even half of it's you can you can get out there and your waders and yeah, direct yeah. them and help them out and mm-hmm. stuff so it's that's a pretty good if you're going to it's early. good training spot for good training a, spot, a river dog yeah,
0: yeah yeah but i'm looking forward to doing it again if the weather cooperates um i mean i there's always going to be birds working the river system oh just yeah. a matter of
1: you know the next time we go out there we're going to go out in the afternoon and get a little goose hunting
0: yeah see if that's their where they're going to roost or for you sure. just you go that's...
2: out you go out and do the morning hunt and then you kick your waders off and go coyote hunting for a few hours <laughs> come, come on
0: back through the other that's way not a bad call check <laughs> check and <laughs> we got to set up on the island yeah i was gonna say that. we Coach. definitely
2: we could definitely go back and get those ones that are just hanging out on that island i doubt they're going anywhere yeah.
0: uh what were you shooting? you shot at 12, 12 but all of us were shooting yeah the M. no i was shooting the new super black eagle 20 gauges uh, weren't all three of those yeah they were all super black yeah. eagle the new because they just came out with a Twenty and twenty-eight gauge Super Black Eagle. So, was that your first time with a twenty gauge on a duck? That's what. Yeah. yeah. Did you like it? You no, know, I.
1: The, the few times I shot it felt pretty smoothy. It's, it's nothing to it, right? No you killed weight, one of those you know. ducks, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Well, that's. I mean, so many people. It's, one of those. It's ducks. crazy to. <laughs> it's crazy to talk to people that either don't duck hunt a lot, or just. I don't know what it is, you know, old time thinking where we got to shoot these three and a half inch, you know, number (laughs) four. That's the general. Oh my God. People chuck around with three and a half inch. Like you don't need it. Don't need it. So, I mean, next time I'm probably going to go out with a 28 gauge, um, unless it's, you know, we know we're going to do a lot of goose hunting. Um, but that river's 25, 30 yards the most. Twenty gauge, and and they're going to be sitting in halfway into that usually. So they're going to be fifteen yards when you shoot any twenty gauge number twos or threes from Federal Black Cloud are going to kill that goose dead. Um, so I don't know. (laughs) People need to be. Yeah, you can. I I haven't shot. It's never going to change. No, it's never going to change. I haven't shot a duck with a twelve gauge in a long time.
1: A lot easier on your shoulder. A lot easier on your ears. (laughs) Ears. Yeah, the twenty eights in Idaho were fun.
0: I you you should see. Them. We just got four in the Super Black Eagles. Oh, really? Gauge. Yeah,
2: I need four more. <laughs> <laughs> Can might you get ammo five, for that? Might
0: last? be five in there. I don't
2: know. Um, that's funny that because we were gonna say that today was brought to you by Federal and Benelli, and you just touched on both of them. You're welcome. The Black Cloud uh, twenty gauge ammo. Is probably as good as it gets. Well, all of it. I mean, twelve, twenty, twenty-eight,
0: sixteen. And that's another thing. With we didn't I mean, have any cripples. On with how books. good? No. With how good the technology is, right? You have, you got the the Benelli, the Federal, and Rob Roberts. Those three is are just deadly with the combination, right? He they they do all the research, and sometimes the ammo. When you think you're shooting twos and threes. You just got to th- sit there and think like, do I really need that for a river that m- if they do what you're they're supposed to do, you're going to shoot them at 15 yards, 15 yards. You don't need number twos. You huh. can put in, you know, sixes six is pretty s- much all I use for that. Yeah, 12 I mean, gauge
2: sixes because I don't have a 20 gauge. But so anyway, I, 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 but that's what everybody's been told throughout the years, you know, is well and a lot of things have changed because
0: the technology led, is crazy. when
2: when we all started we were shot lead shot for everything. Yeah. Lead is much different than steel. When all the waterfowl went to steel it was like you had to shoot the biggest stuff that you could get because steel is so much slower and so much less penetration and so everybody went to you know BBs Three and a half and, inch BBs exactly to <laughs> shoot ducks with and then you when you hit them, they got a whole three-foot hole coming out the other side of them. Uh, you know, but so now you got all this steel, all the technology and the steel's changed, Uh and you just you don't need it anymore. But we also take for granted that a lot of people don't get to shoot birds at 15 and 20 yards. Yeah, you know, it's true. So they're they're getting 40-yard pass shots, and right, wrong, or indifferent, that's what they got. So they get, you know, higher higher shot and you know they're 10 gauge you you hear those guns going off out in the marsh
0: yeah no, that, and that's a good thing about like with chase the other day i you know you can kind of stack the shells in there your first shot you might put a six in yep. there seven you know seven and a half or something because they're going to be especially on teal you Close. know little ducks if you know we, you're fast, gonna be shooting bill yep. um And then you can put in some twos and threes, you know, behind that. For when they're going away. Yeah, exactly. If if you do miss your first shot. So Chuck and I used to always do the same thing.
2: Is it lightest load first? Because you're going to jump them at your feet. You don't want to go pick up a ball of ground up meat, you know, so (laughs) light load first, they jump up, you get the, you know, your first one with that light load, but now the rest of them have had time to move away from you. Now you need a little bigger shot to get out there and you duck, same thing, right? Because Odds are they're going to decoy, so your first shot's going to be close, and you don't want to ruin them, so you hit the yeah. first one close. The other ones flare and start going. If you got co- time to shoot at them, then you need a little bit bigger,
0: you know, shell to go after them.
2: Yeah, he uh, he's going to f- uh, fixate on that greenhead for a while. He
0: has it, not just that. Every time we he knew that was coming. in, right when I said it was, a, he was like, "I know it's a greenhead, Dad," and he gets so emotional over it. Because that's like his duck, and he hasn't killed one. How, he, has he not it, shot at him out at the marsh, or he has? Or just, just yeah. But every time, and he's a good little shot. Yeah, if every, he's shooting teal, he should be able to shoot a greenhead. He, he limits out on teal. That's what I'm saying. He get he knows like he'll see it, you know, working, you know, looking and then – gets just yeah he just gets gung ho on it, and then it's like I gotta kill it, and then doesn't concentrate right, mm-hmm. wants to be quick, wants to pull, doesn't do his, you know. Everything so <laughs> he needs that single shot
2: 410 back, yeah. You got one shot to try and get that green head,
0: yeah. That's why I'm
2: hey man, you, my, you, you gotta concentrate on the first worst shot. Just load him up one shell, that's yeah. all he's getting. The first Benelli that I got uh Chuck Runt was a one of the old school M1s or what it had like an eight shot magazine on it, and I had to just <laughs> finally, I, but it wasn't you know, but it, you know, I was Chuck Runt with it, and I finally was like, I gotta stop because. In your mind, obviously, waterfowl hunt, you only get three rounds, but I mean, chucker hunt, you can have as many as you can fit in a gun. And it was like, I'd waste the first three because it was like, I got eight, you know? Yeah, so yeah. it was like,
1: bang, bang, bang. And then, like, oh, I better focus here. I'm not going to get any. Well, and I've always had the same over my lifetime. I've, I've always shot better with the pump. Because for that yeah. same exact... Yeah, a little
2: bit of time to think about it. it.
1: Just, if you end up missing that first shot, or if you got multiple birds, it gives you a chance to just collect your thoughts for an extra couple of seconds. I and got pretty fast on a pump, though. And you get, and I say a couple seconds, but it yeah. feels like just that time to pump. It just gives just you that another time thought a process. process. No, that's, yeah. that's a
0: great tip for yep. for kids that are just learning how to shoot. It, just give them one,
1: but,
2: oh, concentrate. concentrate on a single shot. Or, I mean,
1: one or give them a pump. I mean, I think the yeah. pump a is a pump, great yeah. learning tool too. Yeah. Versus a semi-automatic, it just it's probably different for for each guy, but that's I, I would say that for me personally, that was that made me a better shot. Was was really learning and using a pump. Having that single shot four ten, dude. Like I said,
2: you, yep. you you got one shot really. Yeah. Make you, it count. Make you it can't count. get you can't get too fast at a breech open shotgun. You know, it might had a hammer, so you had to push the button, crack the shell out, put another one in, close it, pull the hammer back. <laughs> By then, anything you were shooting at was long gone. But once you get good at hitting that first shot and you go to, you know, having two or three shells, but then you regress and pump them out too fast and start missing your first shot. Then you panic
0: on the second one. I noticed Chase, if you just listen to his shots, how quick they are. Yeah. He, especially he might concentrate on the first, but I think he's so excited. He doesn't get all the way down on the bead, right? He just, and he's looking at the ducks, like above the gun, basically. instead of getting down on the rib right and if he misses the first i mean the second shot is pretty much instant it's like boom like he and it just really doesn't concentrate which is kind of a function of duck hunting right because
2: basically the rule kind of is is if you miss the other people with you are shooting yeah so it's like then that gets in your head right you're like (laughs) I missed, but I still want to get it. Yeah. But now you're worried other people are going to start shooting, and so you, then you crack that second one off too fast. No, buddy, he, you,
0: you've been shooting since you were five. We're playing Annie Oakley every right. time we go hunting. Yep, he, uh,
2: he. That was a tough one, though. Like you said, left to right, yeah. no one could see him. Clint and I were really the only ones that could see the ones coming yeah. from downriver. Yeah. So it's like, hey, get ready. But then it's like it's when it's in your spot to shoot, like you got to make a pretty quick. Yeah. That's
1: a tough, tough shot. Man. I think there's something to say about. Just going, like, people who've hunted a lot in a marsh versus the river, that makes it a harder shot. Everything that you guys just said, plus visually, just depth perception. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think having that bank on the other side of the river... I think it's a completely different with Chase. That's all he's so far hunted is the marsh. Yep. And when you're pulling up on any of those birds, you've got open sky, silhouetted. open sky, it. so you can really visually focus in on that bird. Yeah, I didn't Whereas think with about the, that. With the river, yeah, you've got big, that bank big, in the background, and you misjudge distance along trees, the river too. Yeah. got the trees, so it's a, it's just a different I didn't visual even think about that, yeah. part well, of hunting too.
2: They seem to get down. You know, we had a couple of them that landed. Mm-hmm. They seem to get down in the water faster. I don't know if it, maybe because they're just lower in general or what, but it's like they're there and then they're already sitting on the water and it's like, yeah. shoot, you know, like we had some missed opportunities just based on not calling the shots correctly. And I, I don't know if that's because it's on the river or they just, you know, that you're used to a Martian area where, like you said, you're seeing them silhouetted for so long. Maybe it just seems like it's faster that they're getting down because you – You miss their movement when they get to the bank. I don't know. It's tough. It's
0: tougher. Everything about it's tougher. What was your favorite part of the four hour hunt?
2: Yeah, I just, I think I said it when I was out there. I was just, it was, I was just happy to be back, man. Like it's been, yeah. I remember one of our last hunts there, like I said earlier, very few of the ducks come into you face on, but you and I and Kent, they came over those trees and then dropped down into the river where they were all facing us. Yeah. And we waylaid all those mallards. And it was like, it just, it felt good to be standing back in that spot, man.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Favorite part chance killing that first bird. Yeah. That was easy. Yeah.
0: That was easy. Um, my, yeah, I mean, that's your really your typical answer. Not typical. I mean, cause it's always true, you know, hunting with your kids on the river where they shot their first ducks and just being out there with them. Um, enjoying that um because clint doesn't get to do it as much now that he's in college but my i think my favorite part after all that is that the lady i'm not going to say her name when we gave her the duck she was very thankful and she asked how to cook them because she's never cooked them before and that night she sent pictures of a perfectly cooked duck that looked delicious I was very surprised, yeah, so was I, like like you
2: said, she did exactly what you said, cut the breast meat off, skin side down, you could tell how yep, she cooked yep. it, and perfect medium rare, which perfect most people would never know you know yep. they you would think that they would dude, and it looked delicious, it looked whatever delicious. she did, and uh yeah, that was really cool and how and she was stoked, she was you know, awesome. I think a lot of people not a lot of people, but you know a rancher, you know, they might take a, a the heart and the liver of the deer you kill or some backstrap or something like that. But half the time you wonder, do they really, you know, do they really care?
0: Yeah.
2: She, yeah, you know, like you said, texts a picture of her dinner
0: and it's the mallard we killed on the river that morning. And yeah, it was, it was cool. ass, so that, that was, that was kind of my favorite part. Cause I, you know, she said she wanted ducks, but she didn't know how to cook them. She didn't never eat them before she did this. And even though she obviously is not against hunting, when we first went out there, she was like, Oh, the ducks always come here. I love looking at them. And you know, but then it was like, Oh, well, if you do ring me some, that would be yeah. awesome. I'm not and, above eating them. <laughs> yeah. To the, to the, and and it got to that point. So I think that was really cool to, she, I don't know if she would ever go hunting, but knowing that she's, you know, into eating them and, and ask for it. And I mean, I think that's really cool. Um, I think that more people should be like her, right? Like, yeah. y- y-
2: you don't have to. You don't have to actually go out and do it, but you should be open-minded, open-minded yeah. to it, and cool with it, and realize that. I mean, unless you're a vegan or a vegetarian, you know, and you choose not to eat meat, that your meat comes from somewhere. Yeah. You know, a, a cow might not, you know, look really pretty on the snowbank on Christmas morning, you know, <laughs> like a duck does or a goose does, but it's meat. It, it, you it came from somewhere. It got harvested by somebody and processed and now you're cooking it. So, I mean, you know, like I said, I wish more people were like her. You might, you know, I think Ted Nugent said, you know, you might not want to participate in the harvest, but if you're going to, you know, enjoy the bounty, you should at least be educated on it and, you know, not, not closed minded to how it happens. Right. You, if you're going to eat meat, this is what happened. This is what. This is how it gets to you. Yeah. You know, and she was yep, very thankful. Very cool. It was oh.
0: awesome. We had everything skinned out, clean, gutted, Geek. head cut off, everything ready had to go. Well, I had skinned
1: out. Hey, I was going to say pluck, pluck, plucked, plucked, baby, full
0: duck, pluck, duck, full. Uh, and I,
2: I mean, I've plucked a, a lot of ducks in my life, but I haven't done one lately. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: right. Uh, and it's funny. I'll, I'll go off on a small tangent right here. Because you see it on our social media, you know, what, why did not you take the duck legs? Their legs are tiny. Like, uh, I hadn't seen one in a long time because we'd just been breasting them all out.
0: There is nothing to eat there. Maybe you make some gravy. Maybe with some boiling down. I'd, maybe. Just <laughs> just let me maybe tell you the, something. Maybe
1: flavor. <laughs> just the bone bone broth yeah. flavor yeah. part maybe. of it. The, the
2: dish that she prepared did not need a leg. No. And I mean I there's many different ways to do it but it's like when you see really how little meat is on them legs like
1: so next time we'll just all you we'll, all you dorks we'll breast online. Them out pluck the breast and breast them out with the with yeah. the skin on the and let her cook it that way and let her yeah. decide which one's better.
2: It's yeah. not hard to pluck them and gut them and do it. It's just no. but there's just nothing there. That's the whole thing is it's like yeah. there's a there's a there's a pigeon <laughs> It ain't, it's not a chicken wing. It's not, it's not the meat of a, that you, people think of a chicken wing or something like a goose leg, maybe a little bit more there, but a a duck leg, I just, like I said, hadn't (laughs) seen one in a while. And we plucked, you know, old KV, he, he, he collects the down off his duck. So I'm not saying I haven't plucked, I plucked ducks last year, lots of them, because he, you know, you pluck them down and then get all the down out of them and he, he saves them and makes, so I, but there's just nothing else to eat on them. Like, it, yeah. like you said, pluck the breast, cut it off so you can keep the skin and let the coyotes eat the rest or whatever you do with them.
1: Well, I like as far as that, when you have kids out there, I think it's worthwhile to, to process a duck that yeah, way. Yeah, let them and to see teach them the whole the whole idea of what they're doing. Yeah. The, the idea, I think there's something to say about, you know, you're killing an animal, you're harvesting an animal, but when you're taking something's life, you know, let them see the liver, let them yeah. see the heart, let them see yeah. the, the,
0: the crawdads, chase
1: you know, the love of the that, crawdads. That aspect, of, I think, that's, I think <laughs> that that's something that if you never do that with a kid, they don't have the full appreciation of what they're doing. Like 100%.
2: Jared's daughter, Ainsley, you know, it's like
0: deer we
2: could have gutless method her sure. deer and broke it down into quarters and, you know, like we do it, choose yeah. to do it now. Yeah. yeah, Not that there's anything wrong with gutting them, it's just – quicker and cleaner and easier to do it the other way. But for a first time person, just like you said, show them all the anatomy of them and let them get that realization that these things have the exact same things inside them that we do. And (laughs) you are, you know, you're, you're harvesting an animal, a living living organism. uh, Organism. Yeah.
1: Their heart was just beating a few moments ago and it's warm. And, you know, yeah, it just gives an idea that they, they really appreciate and value what they're, what they're doing. Yeah.
2: Well I'll tell you we're not gonna do it on uh on the uh podcast here, but we are when we get off gonna draw a new winner of a contest. We drew a young man up in Ely, sent him some goods uh last week. We're gonna draw another one right now. We're gonna take a little break for Christmas, uh, spend some time with the families, probably do a little hunting and uh then we'll come right back to you uh the, the week after yeah. and or on the new year and we got some more contest stuff to give away I'm looking at a cactus rope I'm looking at some mojo stuff looking at some vortex binoculars some uh champion target stuff I mean we still got a box of goodies to give away so uh thank you to Benelli and Federal for bringing us a really fun duck hunt that you know, uh, sparked a bunch of memories and good times, and oh, yeah. we'll be there again. We'll be back for sure. We'll catch you next time.
0: See ya. <laughs>